There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Doug Vaughn, who's you know cruised in the Mediterranean, and he's a uh, a married father of three grown men. But he cut this track. Give me that daddy butter. Give me that daddy butter. Give me that daddy butter. That is the title of it. You can hear Steve Winwood in the background. Give me that daddy butter. 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 I'm a slut. I'm a slut. I'm a stepdad. I'm a slut. Give me that daddy butter. This is why we're in the closet. Oh, what's that? I've never, I've never heard that haunting voice before. Oh yeah, they slow it down. <laughs> the listeners produce music for the show. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, nice hole, Bill. Tunnels. Someone make I'm a slut for T-Rap song. Hole, yeah. <laughs> and now we'll have Tunnels. 10 people working on it. Yeah. Make your I'm a slut for T-Rap song for Liv. Liv is filling in for the vacationing Doug Vaughn. He's in the Mediterranean. Jackson's in a cabin in Tennessee. Uh, and uh, Iggy is not back. That's another thing. He leaves early. He returns late. Where did he go? <laughs> he goes to smoke darts in the garage. Or sometimes out by the fountain. He gets sideways with listeners coming from... Uh, the real stations to pick up their prizes. <laughs> yep, that, he's kind of the greeter. He's the garden gnome out in the front yard. Oh, there he is, the back on time. Live Iggy, a little confused by your early exit and late return. <laughs> it isn't an industry standard. I'm on my own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> we work on Iggy time. <laughs> no, I knew Tim was going to do a couple live spots and go to a break, so I got it a little early and... Came back a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Supplies discounters, 8 o'clock hour here. We're used to it around here. Yeah. Right? But I'm sure for you, you're like, what in the hell is going on on the show? Sometimes it's just a smoke break. Sometimes I see somebody, you know, just chat in the hallway. Or... Yeah, Did you see rounds. anybody? No. No. This time just smoke. Just smoke I, I'm really, I didn't say anything, but I'm really upset with myself. Oh. Um, you know, I was home from my extended vacation. Of course. Slash <laughs> stayed home. Um, I had a chest cold that I feel I'd be gone three days. And it was just lingering. I didn't really feel bad, but I had a cough. And until you cough everything up, you don't. Um, and for some reason, uh, my my uh, niece's husband, Jeremy, called me. We were just chatting. He said, it must be killing you not to smoke. I said, oh, I haven't stopped smoking. <laughs> and then I started thinking. I said, well, maybe it would go away quicker if I didn't smoke. So four weeks ago yesterday, I stopped smoking. 
And it did. It cleared up in like two days. And I said, well, I've already gone three days out of cigarette. I'll just see how long I can go. I'll quit smoking. Oh, wow. And I, didn't, I didn't know this. Yeah. I go out for the breaks, but I just put one in my hand and don't light it just to go through the motions. Uh-huh. That's smart. And then uh, Tuesday night, I couldn't sleep because I, I slipped in the shower and I fell on my shoulder. So like 48 hours ago? Yeah. And uh, so it was killing me. And it's just like a, a bruise on the right here. Right, right. And uh, I couldn't sleep. I was like tossing and turning. Because I, I, I can't sleep on my, my back. I sleep on my sides. And I'd sleep on the shoulder. God, I can't sleep. I go, the other side is, is throbbing. Ah. So I, I felt, so I just, screw it. I went outside and smoked a cigarette. No. So you had not been smoking for weeks? I hadn't smoked for four weeks. Oh, wow. my God. So I said, why did I go smoke? Because I just couldn't sleep. I said, God, it's killing me. Hell with it. I'm going to go out and smoke. It'll calm me down. So now you're back to the standard routine? But I'm going to quit again. <laughs> you can do it. Look at that. Yeah, it really wasn't bad for four weeks. It wasn't like I was really, after I'd eat, I'd crave one. Right, right. And then I'd go sit outside with the unlit cigarette. Because you got to you put something in your hand and you act like you're smoking it. And I close my eyes and, and act like I was mm-hmm. breathing out, just smoking an ultra where you can't really feel anything. Um, yeah, I quit again. Yeah, Do you ever smoke say, live? No, never smoked. No. I got virgin lungs. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Slut for T-Ravs, virgin <laughs> lungs. But what's funny, so my, my parents are stoners. Oh, is that right? And I remember, Like hippie stoners? Not even hippie. Or just like casually we're just, just going to light one up and yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, they're definitely not hippies, yeah. but they're, they're definitely stoners. But I remember as a kid, like I found their stash. And like in my child brain, all I knew was like tobacco. And I'm like, oh, my parents smoke cigarettes, and I learned in school, like, that's bad. And so, like, they had to, like, calm me down because I was all upset. But my mom actually had a conversation with me as a teen. She's like, I don't care if you smoke weed. Just don't smoke cigarettes. I got to tell you, I agree with that, although that sounds so strange. <laughs> right. I think she's right. But I've, I never, I've never smoked anything, and I actually just did an edible for the first time How a couple of weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. So they started me off small. I wanted, like, I, you know, I've had friends. Their first experiences was paranoia and all hell broke loose. So I'm like, I need to be in a controlled environment. So I was at my buddy's house, backyard barbecue. But I was drinking, too. So I don't know how much of it was yeah. the edible and how much of it were the drinks I had. So I was fine. I was giggly and having a good time. But I also just could have been buzzed. Yeah. So next time, no drinking. I'm just going to You're just going to go straight. Well, the Plowhawk, well, you can, you can catch him in that parking garage out there at around 6 in the morning. <laughs> I love smoking weed. <laughs> but it does, but if you talk to all the people, like uh, Lux is a big mm. weed person, mm-hmm. but it has benefits. Sure. You know, because she, I think she's talked about having anxiety and other things, and it really is a calming. It's not yeah. just to get high and, oh man, I'm so stoned. No, it has it has benefits. Absolutely. So a lot of people do it now. Yeah. You, you, what's, what's wrong with you? Everything seems so great with you. You come <laughs> in here, you do a perfect first hour, you're happy, you're pleasant. What's, let me tell you, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong with you? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't, you, can't come, you can't be on this show and just be like, good. You know, this is a show for, for misfits and nitwits. I'm a nerd. Are you? Would you say you're, you're a nerd? I'm oh, a, she's got a collection a of, uh, Funko of Bunkos. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of Funko Pops. I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Oh, all right. Okay, um, now I'm starting to see And it. I like wrestling. Like professional wrestling? WWE. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There are so many. Uh, the text, this is going to start to get. <laughs> I mean, you just hit the sweet spot here on this particular yes. program. We do a wrestling segment on Tuesdays. With the great Larry. Not. With, 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 with the great Larry. Maybe I should have Larry. Actually, you know what? I'm going to text Larry <laughs> to call in. He's been our wrestling uh, insider. 
uh, for, God, I don't know, probably more than a decade. Oh, that's amazing. And he's got an interview, Hulk Hogan for <gasps> sure. Uh, that Irish guy? Seamus? Seamus. Yeah. He gets he invited those, to WrestleManias from what? being our wrestle, wrestling correspondent. Those twins he interviewed, too. At the Bush Usos? Sta no, the, the back Bellas. in the day. Bella oh, twins. Bellas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mankind. <gasps> yeah, oh, you big Mick Foley fan? I love Mick Foley. Mankind's my favorite of his three characters. Dude, love Mankind. Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. Yeah. There we go. I know Randy Orton's from here. I know he went to the same high school as Donnie Fandango. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I didn't know that they went to the same place. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I'm. I've, Have you met any of these? Uh... I've met Chris Jericho. Oh yeah, I've um, interviewed Chris Jericho. What, he, he's he's a great personality. He's awesome. He? Yeah. I met him through his music. Fonzie. Uh, through Fozzie. Yeah. He he brought me up on stage. At oh, a show. is that right? Really? So he was also on Dancing with the Stars. So he brought me up during one of his songs, and we like we danced and hung out with the band afterwards, and drank his gray goose and it was a good time um but yeah i got into wrestling as a kid watched it like with my family got out of it for a little while got back into it in high school and it was half my personality i was the biggest fan in the world i had the biggest crush on john cena my whole bedroom is covered in wwe posters still to this day well i got out of it for quite some time and then i moved back when i, I moved out here i got a chance to go to smackdown and live taped shows never came to Maine. So I'm like, oh my God, like this is yeah. going to make my inner child so happy to go see a SmackDown taping. So I'm like, I got to watch, see who's wrestling now. And I swear to God, I'm right back into it. Is that Hardcore. right? Yeah, went to Raw a few weeks ago at Enterprise. I didn't great. know this. Oh, Look yeah. at you. Yeah, we were lucky back in the day when WWE would still do promotions when they were coming to town. Mm -hmm. And we would have, they would always, I had an in with their PR people. So when they come in to do the promotion for the event, and I say, okay, we got such and such. I mean, we've had Ric Flair in studio. Oh. We had uh, Goldberg in yeah. studio. We had oh. Kevin Nash in studio. Yeah, we used to get, now, I know Jericho was here not last time um, when he was still at WWE, mm -hmm. and Fozzie was playing yep. maybe the pageant before, and he came in. We didn't get him. I think he went to the Rish show, yep. um, yeah. and he was in studio. Larry has so many DM phone numbers yeah. and, and accounts <laughs> on Facebook, I don't know which one I'm texting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would love for Larry to call in. So anybody who has the, uh, I feel like a hundred listeners will be able to tell him to call in because you will you will hit it off here. Oh, I love it. This guy knows his stuff. Paul, can you pull up the interview that he did with Hulk Hogan, where he asked him about passing on what became the George Foreman Grill? <gasps> no. Are, are you familiar with that story? No. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, that could have been the Hulk Grill. That could have been. The, it was. It, yeah, and and Larry <laughs> asked him about it, and Hulk Hogan bristled a little bit so seen as your all-time i don't know about all-time i mean him was a lot of teenage girl crush yeah. like if i ever met him i'd probably struggle not to fangirl but like stone cold steve austin so you were in that era attitude era man was incredible stone cold the rock yeah. uh dx triple yeah. h hbk and don't you have some connection with i thought felt like you had some you interviewed one of them or x-pac or you hung out at hedonism with x-pac uh, uh, x-pac i saw he goes to hedonism has he told you that yet no no well, i used to i don't go anymore <laughs> uh, hey we got larry on line one we do have larry on line one uh, well, i'll tell you the x-pac story later well, go ahead larry, larry oh, sits we on just... hold for an hour anyway so i'm sure he can handle uh, minutes. well hedonism is a place i went for like 18 straight years you're familiar with hedonism uh Later. It's a resort in oh, Jamaica. Oh, okay. That sounds like a swingers resort. Yeah, kind of is. Put that off. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I now went, you're going to learn some things. No, I just went because it was a fun place. and. But I, would you sleep with people's wives? Yeah. 
But that's not why I went. We had a group called the Beach Loafers. Why wouldn't you just go like down to the you know another place if that wasn't the goal? Because it's, it was a, it was a great place. Hedonism is, <laughs> is a fun place. He likes having the option. And I and I like being nice naked. I like being naked for two weeks. I didn't have oh, to wear clothes. Oh, it's a nudie. Okay. No, but there's a nude side. Interesting. A nude beach side. And I just I love being in the water naked. I wouldn't want sand in my crevices. Well, I'm that off. I, I spend most of my time at the pool. Okay. Um, <laughs> in this hot tub where people eat Jamaican jerk chicken and then they engage in. Yeah, jerk chicken in the afternoon and then. Things go on in the evening. Okay, okay. But I was down there with a couple of friends who I met who were from Columbia, Missouri. And we were at the hot tub, and, and they were also big wrestling fans. And we were sitting on one side of the tub, and we're looking over. It's kind of dark. Um, but I said, I think that's X-Pac over there on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> and he goes, I can't. I think it might be. So back then, they had a, a red stripe tap at the edge of the hot tub. So I said, I'll go get a beer, and I'll walk by. So I walk by, get a beer. I come back, that's X-Pac. So we go over and talk, and I felt you're talking about, like, the strippers with the junk in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're naked in the hot tub, and he's sitting there with his, his at the time, his wife at the side of the hot tub. And I just walk up and stand right in front of him, just like, hey, X-Pac, how you doing? <laughs> and I asked him, I said, so what, what do you think about Jamaica? He goes, and this is his answer. This is a pro wrestler athlete. He goes, uh... The Coke is good. I'm a little disappointed in the mushrooms. I go, okay. Wow. That's, that's, okay. What you're, that's what you're critiquing Jamaica about. But he was cool. We talked Shannon for a little bit. You didn't engage in any kind of... Uh... No, she was shy. She was kind of like sitting in the, in the water with her arms covering her boobs. He didn't tell you to suck it? I feel like that would have been... I, I probably way. could have the way it was standing. <laughs> hey, Oxbox, suck it. Suck it! <laughs> uh, Liv, I'd like to introduce you to the great Larry Nickel, wrestling insider for this program, and uh, from my standpoint, globally known. Uh, good morning, Larry. Good morning, guys. What's up? Uh, Liv uh, Maddox of 105.7 The Point. She's on Afternoon Drive, is with us, filling in for the vacationing Douglas Elvin Vaughn and Action Jackson, and it turns out, Larry, that Liv is a huge wrestling fan. How huge, Liv? I mean, okay, <laughs> I, I watch WWE. I don't have time in my life right now for, like, AEW or NXT, but um, Raw, SmackDown, I'm all over it, man. Why don't you watch NXT? That is still part of WWE. I know, but, like, I don't, it's, there's so much commitment. <laughs> I don't know if I have that extra hour in my life. Well, Larry <laughs> happens to. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lou, yes. As the NXT is two hours and six minutes. That's two hours and six minutes, man. <laughs> I'll watch it for you one of these days. Okay. Uh, Larry, uh, you've done so many wonderful interviews over the years for the show. Um, tell Liv uh, some of the biggest stars you have interviewed in the world of professional wrestling. Maybe we skipped over some. Okay. First of all, that was Seamus, who I interviewed twice. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryback. Daniel Bryan, who is now Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. Mick Foley and the Bella Twins on the same day at Bush Stadium 3. Yeah. Dean Ambrose. Hulk Hogan. And... And that, I think that's about it. That's impressive. Now he's got a nice roster. He's that's... known as a wrestling insider in the community. Interesting. He is. And, he, and you get invited to go to events, and fans invite you to their watch parties. 
I mean, he's become a uh, star. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me let me ask you this: What is your uh, prediction for Roman Reigns? Uh, when, if ever, is he going to lose his uh, his title? Uh, I think Roman Reigns is going to lose it at Backlash. Really? See, I'm thinking they're gonna they're gonna string him along until SummerSlam. Well, he's gonna. I know he's gonna lose that backlash. Okay, okay. I'm I'm fine with that. I think I was disappointed that he didn't lose at WrestleMania, but I'm like, okay, they want to get him to a thousand days as the undisputed champion. Uh, but I was glad that the Usos lost to uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, and there was some other people I've had to mention on my list of people I interviewed. Oh. Okay, what else do we have, Larry? Uh, I interviewed Luke Gallows and Cole Anderson, who are fans of AJ Styles. I also interviewed The New Day, when it was oh. Big E, Kobe Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Oh. Yeah, it's an impressive roster, isn't it? It is. Uh, one of the things that unfortunately Doug, when he is not in the Mediterranean, gets sideways with Larry over is... Doug will insinuate, Liv, that the uh, sports entertainment is scripted. And, Larry, uh, you know that that, of course, is not the case. Yeah, that is not the case. That is 100% real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> look, so this is... So, so when SmackDown was in town a few months back, Ricochet was on the Rizzuto show. And I was listening, and the way he described it, I loved, is he calls it athletic theater. Because they do have to be in shape, and they do, there is a lot of skill in what they do, because you don't want to hurt yourself Absolutely. or your opponent. And pain tolerance. Absolutely. But, you know, they have, they have the writers. Oh, Larry. <laughs> oh, Larry. Oh, Liv. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Larry, your response to... Liz, don't make, me, don't make me do like I do with Doug every time. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> Come on, Liv. You know those referees are knocked out seriously right before a <laughs> countdown's going to happen. This, this is just an unfortunate way that uh, Doug and Larry get sideways. Uh, Larry, thank you so much. Anything you would like to ask, you know you can hear uh, every uh, day on 105.7 The Point, 2 p.m., 6 p.m., afternoon drive. Okay. All right. <laughs> Larry. Yeah, there it is. Larry and Liv getting to know each other. Get ready other for that Facebook on, request. On the uh, program. Yeah, he's very... Uh, I love it. Uh, you are uh, very active on uh, social media. Mm -hmm. um, how do you enjoy that, and how do you uh, handle any of the unfortunate things that can happen when you are a, uh, yeah. a female on social media? I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a way to uh, yeah. interact with people because being in radio, like, we're just in a room. I mean, here we at least have each other, but if you're a solo show, like... There's days I come into work and I just don't see anybody. So it's a way to connect to people that are listening, uh, people that, you know, just they think they know me by way of right. the airwaves. So it's kind of nice to have that relationship. I've been lucky in that I haven't had a ton of weirdos. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's only been a few and they haven't been like listeners. They've been just random Internet dudes. Oh, but so then how do they like? You. I don't, I just, I don't, I built up a following on Twitter. Uh, I don't know really how. Um, so I don't know. They just find me and they follow me and then they make it weird. Really? I had one Is it guy, a DM thing? A DM thing. Sometimes like public posts. I And sometimes I think it's just like they have a mental illness that they need to yeah. address. I had this one guy 
who would message like these long like paragraphs that like he controls the weather and all this stuff and that we are meant to be together and mm. um, I had like uh, an Amazon wish list like that was public so if someone wanted to send me something they could like for my birthday or whatever and he had I don't even remember what he sent me now but he had sent me a message along with it that he was waiting for like the spring solstice uh, to relieve himself mm. uh, and that we could finally be together and take over the world and all this stuff. So as soon as that, you know, it gets into that territory, I'm like, you're just blocked on everything. Because that's a dance to play, too, because if you block someone oh, prematurely, exactly. they will get pissed yes. and might double down with other accounts. That's the issue with the block. Doug and I have this discussion on the show. The block is actually, I think, more dangerous yeah. It certainly can be. It's a, it's a, it is. It's a weird dance to play. You know, you got a problem on mm -hmm. your hands, and this is coming from a guy perspective. I can't imagine what it's like. Uh, I can't remember if it was Learn telling me this, or maybe it was uh, your predecessor Lux. But there is a, like a face private Facebook group for female on air talent, in which you guys will. And I'm talking. This is across yeah. the country. This isn't like St. Louis. We're that will share stories of the creepiness. That the oh, female on-air talent. I'm not familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, the, and and the stories are, I just can't imagine. I really do seriously feel badly because I would imagine. But it's great if you're not getting. I'm that, not getting a ton. And, and much. My whole thing. But all it takes is one to make life. Yeah. Either scary or live in hell. I, I think the best way to go about a lot of them is to just not respond and ignore them because I think it's like a weird kink. Like they get off on getting a rise out of people. And if like, if you have an anonymous name and an anonymous photo, like why would I engage with you? You're not, you can't even stand behind what you're saying to me. Um, I have this one troll on Twitter and he's just a jerk just to be a jerk. And I never respond to him, but what he, he doesn't know is that I have found out his real identity. Oh. So the fact that I have that in my back pocket, if he ever wants to F around and find out, like I would <laughs> drop that. I was able to find first, last name, where he either lives currently or used to live. I found his ex-girlfriend on Facebook with pictures. Like I got it all. Wow, yeah. look at you. <laughs> you come you come prepared. The best the best advice I ever got was from Tim. Because we had a couple, oh, we had a couple of people, we had a couple of people oh. that would constantly just try to get us fired and mm. make up stuff, and and I wanted to respond, and Tim said no. He says that's no. what he wants you to do. He wants you to respond. Just leave it alone and just. Well, you were going to do it on the air on top. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's one thing to respond, and it's another thing to do it on the air, and then it just becomes it's mm. a whole thing. Well, I was to the point that I said I just want to let him have it. And Tim said, nope. No, because then, then... That's what they want. That's exactly right. You can't... You yeah, got to think about what you're... You exactly. You, if you're thinking, if you're lining up against somebody, what do they want? And then you make sure that under no circumstances do you give it to them, you know? Yeah. And then you, you know, take them out in a different way. On your show, because um, I know you get songs you got to play and you got spots and live spots and commercials. And mm -hmm. Do you have the opportunity to talk longer... Or do you have set, okay, this segment I get to do two and a half minutes of what I want to talk about? Or do you have segments you can go long on something, you can bop into something, say, ah, something I want to talk about right now? Yeah, I mean, the format of the show that I'm doing right now, it's more about the music than the content. So I, I don't have super long breaks. Um, if I do have something I want to talk about, I'll be like, you know, and we'll talk about this in 10 minutes. Like I'll tease to, yeah. to you know, keep the people around. PSL. 
exactly. Mm. Exactly. So yeah, I don't I don't talk too long of an extended period of time. I have started occasionally going on like Instagram live just to have more longer form. Like after WrestleMania, yeah. I went live and like, hey, let's talk WrestleMania. And it's nice to have yeah. that kind of long form interaction. I'll be like, hey guys, I gotta go on air, hold on, and I'll, you know, do my thing while they're watching and so I think that's texted in. Live is awesome on TikTok. I've lost trail here. It is just three one four. Live is awesome on TikTok. What are you doing on TikTok? Random things. I mean, TikTok is really a hodgepodge of content. Um, I had a couple of wrestling TikToks that went viral. Oh, is that right? Then I'll I'll also do videos where I'm just like, you know, reacting to songs or lip syncing or it's just whatever. It's just yeah. fun. Yeah, you're you're very good on all your Instagram. Thank Not you. Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> Not so much Facebook, but <laughs> I mean, she, but she's entertaining. I mean, that's what I look for in Instagram stuff. People that are entertaining and just it may be nothing. You may just come on one day and go, oh, I just got home. I really don't like the way my hair's looking. I really mm -hmm. don't. What's going on with this? And just just random stuff. Yeah. Uh, Liv, we have uh, wonderful callers on this program, and one of those, uh, my wife's personal favorite, as a matter of fact, is Caller Adam, and he is uh, on hold right now per KG in O-Town. Uh, Caller Adam, I would like to introduce you to Liv Maddox, Afternoon Drive host on 105.7 The Point. She is kind enough to come in early and be on this show today. Uh, Caller Adam, Liv, Liv, Caller Adam. Good Hi, morning. Hi, Adam. Okay, that's fine. The new one can answer my question, too, because I have a question. So uh, The new one. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to learn her name. She's there for one day. <laughs> I did a thing. You know you know what Reddit is, right? And sure. there's like There's sub, subreddits, and there's one that's am I the, oh, the yeah. a-hole, right? Yep. Uh, so I need to ask the dance, and then I'll hang up and listen, right? But uh, we have a mattress that's two years old. Right, and it's from Costco, and so I go. I uh, maybe it's sagging a little bit, and I'm not liking the the quality of it. The beauty rest is like a thousand dollars. Okay, and then my our sweet little boy takes a nap in it the other day and just absolutely pissed off the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, and it's not any fault of his. He was pounding sparkling water beforehand, and just woke up just soaked. So anyway. Uh, I tell that whore I live with, I says, I'm going to take this. That's his wife, for the record. I, I know you. Uh, we've been married for a while. I, I go, I'm going to take this back to Costco. And she goes, you can't do that, Adam. You can't do that. That's not right. And I go to Googling, and sure enough, everybody's like, you take it back 10 years later. So I get a truck. I throw it in the truck. I take it there, and they look at me like I'm a real jerk. And it's covered in a huge pea stain. And I was like, yeah, it's sagging a little bit. And they gave me my 1000 bucks back, and I went right and bought another one and walked right out with it. Am I a jerk for doing that, or am I just utilizing what Costco has to do or whatever? Uh, Viv or whatever your name is, good luck with life. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, there was caller Adam. Uh, Liv, uh, do you have any uh, perspective well, on his query? Was he going to return it without the piss stain? Mm. Like, was that already within the works? Or was that just like, well, now I'm going to return it because it's covered in pee? <laughs> I mean, you, you they sell, like, cleaners to get that out. But, I mean, if it's, I don't know, I don't think I would have the gall to take a piss-soaked mattress back to the store. I would. You would take it back? <laughs> I think it depends. I mean, we have a very expensive mattress. We're blessed. We love our sleep. Um, so, yeah, that my warranty was still kicking in. I mean, I, I've told stories. Uh, me and my girl have been together for six and a half years, and I peed the bed four times with her. 
God almighty. I'm not afraid to admit it. It's not like... For funsies or just... Oh, no, none of it was fun. Shaking her awake at like 2.30 in the morning. Hey, I know you got a stressful job and I dick around on the radio, but hey, I just peed the bed. Uh, so we need to change the sheets. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. That's why we got the really expensive mattress pad. Again, blessed. Well, we don't kink shame on the show. That's right. That's one of the tenets it's of this program. Really we don't kink, kink shame. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I they wouldn't take mine back. I mean, I had a. It's. I told you this because I have a king size bed, and I sleep in the middle. Mm. So there's nobody with me that's on each side to balance it out. So after a period of time, it's like there's a. It's sinking in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they wouldn't take it back. It was a lifetime warranty. It was four years. I said, well, what's the purpose of a lifetime warranty? Yeah, they're not good for a lifetime. They're not good what? for more than four years. <laughs> what? He said, well, I can give you twenty percent off. If you want to come and get a new one? I said, well, hell with that. Wow. So I'm actually getting a new mattress from a sponsor from KC. Nice. Um, so I'm probably have it delivered next week, but I'm getting a queen size, so I don't have to worry about the big bed. And I'll have some room. I don't have to get out of bed and knock myself into my dresser when I get out and I have no room. <laughs> Limited size. Uh, I'm a huge Adam Lemming, but yes, he's a huge jerk for taking that mattress back. Uh, that is from the 314. I once saw a woman returning a real Christmas tree after Christmas to Costco. That's what? from Clevey Wade. Sounds like Costco will take anything ex- back. Yeah, I was about to say. Iggy fails to mention he only sleeps naked. That's from the 314. What does that have to do with being in the middle of the bed? <laughs> Good for you. Uh, I'm a senior tridelt at Mizzou. Me and my sorority sisters are watching a YouTube feed, and we all love live. That is from Mr. Big Cream. Uh, Identifying himself, however, as a senior tridelt at the University of Missouri. I've never encountered sorority girls, but I guess (laughs) I guess I still have it. Yeah, this is probably like a fifty-year-old guy in you know St. Charles, but hey, (laughs) watching naked in his king-size bed. (laughs) Went to Merrimack Community College. Uh, Iggy, I think a twin-size mattress is more appropriate for the dried-out lizard. That's from Los Lonely Boys. No, that's they're too small. Uh, my stepdad Jack and I had an unfortunate incident after a Ponderosa smorgasbord sesh with an all-you-can-drink Dr. Slice in a golden shower. Call Adam is the goat, and that was the right move. Warranty, baby, warranty. That's from Mrs. Janney Shanahan. And uh, then again, uh, what Iggy is also leaving out of this embellished bed story he just told is that the bed was, in fact, a trade deal. So nobody feels bad you can't return it. Well, it was a trade deal. But what's the perp? What's the man? They got their spots. That's true. You can text in as many are choosing to do. 314-881-TMA5. You are welcome to email in design air heating and cooling email today. Liv Maddox, kind enough to be filling in. With Doug vacationing, Jackson vacationing, Matt Rocky will be with me on 101 ESPN coming up at 10 o'clock. And you're welcome to email in for our designer heating and cooling email today. Joey Zanaboni with his first uh, appearance here on the program. I know he's been on the show, but first since the season started. That's coming up at 9 o'clock. Uh, Chris Schaefer of Heavy Smoke is going to be bringing in barbecue. Uh, for us, and uh, they're going to start sponsoring the program as well. That's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And I would like to tell the people about Maggie O'Brien's. Have you been to Maggie O'Brien's in your downtown adventures yet? It's right across from City Park. No. It's where you went possibly before you went to the game and then went to 
the stag bar. I went in once, and the wait was long, so I didn't I end up know. eating there. They're but killing it. I know what you're talking about. Eddie McVeigh is the owner. He's a great guy, longtime sponsor of the show. They've been in business in St. Louis for four decades, and now they've got the spot right across from City Park. It's Maggie O'Brien's local Irish pub, family-owned. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get great, great food and a really good time at Maggie O'Brien's. They're also located in Sunset Hills, and I just heard at the uh, sales meeting two uh, days ago that the uh, TMA pre-dotum party is going to be at the Sunset Hills location. Uh, Lisa Ann will be coming in, uh, and uh, we'll have the Lisa Ann dating game. So if you are interested, yeah, Lisa Ann dating game. Uh, so if any of the listeners are interested in participating, Iggy, did you organize that before? I feel like uh, the first time I did. The first time? I kind of I washed my hands of it last year. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> so uh, if you want to participate, you can go ahead and email me, tmckernan at insidestl.com. That's fine. If you want me to, I can do that. No, you're no, doing, no, I'm, you're I'm doing enough do with it. it. No. What am I doing? With no, the dating I mean, game, I'm not doing well, that. Well, I mean, with the tournament and all the other stuff, and you're yeah, it's fine. organizing yeah. her to come in, which I used to do, and you start you doing all that now, so I really have nothing to do. I, I'm happy to do it. It's just a couple minutes out of my day, and it's cool. So I okay. appreciate it. You're a gentleman, sir. I did it last year because there's certain couples I didn't want to be in. It. Ah, but now. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I was in now, charge of it. But now you would be fine with that yeah. couple. So anybody can be in now. Look at that. And Katie just Katie just sent me a message. So. And what was the message? Look, they're bonding, Liv. Oh, we're all good. She she knew what I meant when I said it wasn't all her fault. She I knew see. exactly what I was talking about. For so I, we're don't good. I don't know what that means. But well, there are only, right. only three of us there, and sure. it wasn't well, all her process, fault. It's pretty process of elimination, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, so that uh, is coming up on the night before the dotum, and I guess that's the 17th of May, if my math is yep. correct, if the tournament's 18th and 19th. And that'll be at Maggie O'Brien's Sunset Hills. So if you and your significant other want to be an email me, Tima Kernan, at InsideSTL.com, and then I'll get you to Jesse Kiowski, and uh, you can participate in the Lisa Ann dating game. And my understanding is is you'll be going to Olive and Oak. So it's like, it's a pretty good deal. You get to dine at what I was telling you is one mm-hmm. of the best restaurants in St. Louis. And seriously, when you want to go, just text Tim, and Tim will reach out to EDF and get it all set up. Cool. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's a great spot. Whenever so I go, he always, he always has a glass of wine waiting for me. Is that right? He says, this is on, I won't give his name, but... They'll take, they'll take good care of you. Uh, Maggie O'Brien, sponsor of the pre-night party, pre-party for the uh, Dotum, Holderness and Born. If you want to look sharp when you are on the golf course, you can use the promo code TMA15, and that gets you 15% off at Holderness and Born. That's hbgolf.com. Iggy can attest. Then when it comes to fashion, finding clothes that fit properly can make or break the outfit. But when, yeah, look at what do you think of the getup, uh, Liv? Well, it's, it was a, oh, I like those pants. Yeah, aren't those, those sharp? Are those are sharp. People say it reminds them of Steak and Shake. You probably aren't familiar with Steak and Shake. Never been to one. Yeah, no, kind of, most of them have shut down in yeah. St. Louis. There's no bait well, Steak and Shake wearing $150 pants. So. <laughs> those are $150. That's you impressive. That, you know. I don't have any pants that expensive. Yeah, that's a, he's just, a fashion I just, I just like doing it because the listeners think I dress terribly, which I don't, but they think <laughs> I do. I will say the Billikens was a freebie, but... There you go. Right. you got to take me shopping one of these days. Yeah, why don't you and Liv? I'll <laughs> take you to no film that. I'll take you to the last act at Macy's where I go. You ever been to this wow. thing? Yeah, is that like the like the cheaper area? Yeah, you can I, get that like, would be a very direct way of describing yeah. everything's it. Everything's yeah. on the ground. But, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they shop. I mean, mm. you go in there, it's, it's all over the place. It reminds me of like a TJ Maxx. <laughs> Like yeah, TJ I mean, Max I like Marshall's. Macy's, but I don't know what happened Marshall's to Last Act. Hey, we represent dog beds for Marshall's. Last Act. <laughs> I'm stealing this from Sebastian, so i got to get up and do this bit. But What's um, going on here? You're doing a bit? Sebastian Manikowsko, who I think is the funniest dude alive next to Nikki Glaser. He was doing this bit about this story to go to, and he goes, You ever been to this place? It's like a war zone in Beirut. 
Everything's strewn all over the place. What are they doing? Uh, uh, these aren't going to fit. <laughs> and just, he's like, he's, this is a special treat for the YouTube audience. Acts like he's throwing them. He goes, I found a pair of pants I liked over in hardware. Um, but yeah, I go to land. I find, I find like $110 polos for like 24 bucks. Heck yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he's so. got the polo hat. What do you think about that? That, that conveys wealth, doesn't it? That's fancy. Yeah, it is. I'm, Yellow polo. I'm very bougie. That is bougie. I'm all about polo. <laughs> Sponsored by polo. Holderness and Board has absolutely nailed the fit because their approach is tailored, but not tight even for those who wear a bigger size. Go to hbgolf.com, apply the code TMA15 for 15% off your next order and feel the difference in their premium golf apparel. Holderness and Born, classic style with modern fit and performance. That's Holderness and Born. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. If you're in the uh, market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters. And their 80,000-square-foot warehouse Full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com. Pricing has been adjusted to beat everybody in the competition. So now that you've been here for about eight, nine months, uh, what restaurants have you found that uh, are some of your favorites? Well, what do we got here? I'm curious what the New Englander has found as far as St. Louis culinary artistry. Well, I said I was a slut for T-Rob's, but I'm also a slut for breakfast food. Oh, so the wow. shack. The shack is a nice place. It is so good. What's your go-to at the shack? I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a breakfast sandwich, and it's got like salsa and avocado yeah. and egg, and uh. it's like a, I think it's like a pretzel bun. So good. I haven't been there in a minute. Um, but yeah, the shack is definitely up there. Um, gosh, what else? I've had a couple uh, really good uh, sushi places. Yeah. That That's interesting. Oh, you tell me it's Fuji Sushi and Imperial. Imperial. Have you been down I-55? Plowhawk believes the best sushi so. uh, in the world, and we include uh, yep. all of the restaurants is in Imperial, Missouri, Jefferson County. Fuji Sushi. Not there you kidding. Go. It's Fuji sushi. unbelievable. Yeah, I really nice. might do this. It's because I had a, a sales meeting yesterday uh, at a sushi place right here, and I went home and I told uh, my wife. I said that yeah, was pretty good, um, and. She said, we really got to find some great sushi places in St. Louis because we usually only have sushi when we're out of town. I'm a sushi guy. Are you a sushi uh, gal? Yeah, in recent years, I became oh, a sushi right? gal. Yeah. What's the scene like in uh, in New England? I would imagine it's good, but maybe I'm maybe I'm yeah. mistaken and just assuming it is because of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, there are sushi places, but I think Maine more embraces the lobster and fried seafood. Yeah. So, like, scallop, fried scallops, fried haddock. All the all the good fried stuff. Yeah. So you get you get more of that, I think, than the sushi. I mean, you'll find like the normal like sushi hibachi places, mm. but I don't know if there's really anything that stands out to me as like this is the sushi place. Well, Paw Hawk's got it for you. It's off I-55 yeah, near the Arnold Water Tower. Fuji sushi. Fuji no sushi. Uh, Liv, since you know seafood, who do you think would win a maritime battle between Captain D and Long John Silver? That's from Manute Bowl eligible. Captain D? Do <laughs> <laughs> you not have Captain D's? I've literally never, never heard, heard of that, that in my life. Really? Oh, it's like a fast food seafood. I'm sure you've heard of Long John Silver's, right? I assume, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I've heard of them, but there's, there's, there's none a, there, in Maine. They didn't bother even trying well, to set up shop oh, and tricking the people right, in Maine. Because Maine had, like, we had a red lobster for like five minutes uh -huh. back in the day. Oh, and they got rid of that, they too. They got rid of because there's no point. That would be like, you know. This, this area was littered place. with them, but I think they've been shutting down. Doug was talking about the one in South County that he would go to just shut down recently. What, the Long I think. John? 
No, Red Lobster. Oh. Off of, uh, what is that, Lindbergh? Like Lindbergh and 270, perhaps? Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I always get the gift cards every year. That's your uh, go-to huh. spot? Well, I love the Red Lobster. Uh, we- let's see. Wow. Iggy is on full tilt with a pretty girl in the studio. He's doing bits. He's standing up. Stop trying so hard, bud. She's already seen your outfit. That's from Beer Cats, the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for January. Uh, Iggy, would you like to? Yeah. Listen, buddy. I mean... <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, it was a big night at Angry Beaver last night. A lot of cleanup for you, so get to work. Uh, Iggy insinuates that Beer Cats, our uh, listener of the month in January, presented by Milagro Tequila, uh, is a bus boy who marries ketchup at a uh, bar in downtown St. Louis. All right, little backstory. Yeah, I want to give you some context. Okay. And, and I didn't, I didn't bring up my outfit. I was just responding to it, and I don't think I have to impress <laughs> Liv. I mean. I'm she either likes me for what I am or she doesn't. <laughs> I'm putting it on her. I knew I liked Iggy the day that I... Yeah, why Why were you a, a fan? <laughs> because I was. I had posted on social media or something that, like, I didn't have time to eat lunch or whatever, and I was hungry, and uh-huh. I was on air, and I wasn't going home for a bit. And he's like, I got some halibut. And he, like, shows up with a halibut. <laughs> and I'm like, this so is So hold great. on a second. This is... This is I got to ask some follow-ups because... You were going to bring uh, some band on. I forgot what it was. I have no. I don't even remember. The- but Liv is on at two o'clock. Uh-huh. You are out of the building by ten o five every day, with rare exceptions. I stayed in here yesterday and filled out our whole bracket. <laughs> it looks great. That's our bracket for our it fans. Is. You have great oh, penmanship. He by does the way. have wonderful uh, calligraphy. But did you happen to be in the building, or did you? No, he was making halibut. Come in. You know I live three minutes away. I know that. Yeah. But I was just curious if, like, it was already here and Doug didn't bring it home or no. if you brought it in. It was a Wednesday, and I happened to just got done cooking my my fish, my fish cooking show. And I had halibut. Oh, so this was later in the afternoon. Yeah, it was halibut. Okay. And uh, I just happened to see her post. Because mm-hmm. um, when I go to Instagram, I have, like, the, the newest ones that are posted, and there'll be, like, pictures, and it'll say you know, learn, whatever, who posted Mm -hmm. recently, TMA, whatever. And you came up, and I looked at it, and it was you saying that I have to go introduce this band. I haven't had time to eat. I'm starving. And I just reached out to you and said, I just got done cooking some halibut. I can bring some in. I live three minutes away, and I just brought her in some halibut. How about that? How was the uh, dish? It was amazing. He's a good chef, isn't he? And now you got some Chilean sea bass in there. (sighs) Yep. And then we have barbecue coming later. That's this right. It, it, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a feast on this program, guys. I have a funny feeling that the learn cutout will soon be replaced by a live cutout. I don't know if you've seen I, that. I do. I need a cutout. I don't have Iggy, a cutout. Iggy, uh, would you like to put a live cutout in the? Uh... Sure. And I mean anybody. I mean, risotto. it doesn't just have to be a, a nice looking lady. No. It can be. <laughs> it can be Riz. Give me a risotto cutout. A John Eulett cutout. It can be Alex Ferrario. Uh, I'm not. I've, I think I've only met Alex once. Like you said, I'm never here past 10:05 usually. <laughs> um, yeah, anybody who works here. Look, I get along and I love everybody I work with. And I can say that from. I mean, all the places that we've been, there's always one or two that just. Liv and I were talking about that before the show. Don't like, like anybody for whatever reason. Everybody in this building. Yeah, is, there's there's always one or two. But I think I. I Plowhawk's taking the over. <laughs> I think everybody they likes me us. here. I think I get along with everybody here, yeah. and it's great being at Hubbard. I mean. I haven't been happier in the 30 years I've been in radio than here. Um, but anybody who wants a cutout that has a cutout, bring it in. We'll put it in here. <laughs> quote, just happened to see her post, end quote, is code for, I received an immediate push notification right. that I set up to alert me anytime live or learn tweets or does anything on social media. That's from Mr. Licks. See, you'll find out with our listeners is that, you know, I can't be friends with somebody that I work with without it being creepy. 
Now, Lerna and I have this thing that started out as she said something when she was on Tim's podcast. And I had met her before. I did a, uh, I judged a Miss Hot Shots contest with her, Lux, uh, Jay Randolph Jr., rest in peace, buddy, we love you, um, and Ken Bone. And the Ken Bone? Yeah. Ken oh, Bone. Yeah. Well, you, I was, I was about to turn minute. to you and explain to you who Ken Bone is. You remember Ken Bone. The Ken Bone? From the 2016 debates. Yeah, he's a St. Oh, Louis Ken. resident, a listener of this program. Ken Bone, I love yeah. you. And, uh, that and, was yeah, right after What that. a star-studded yeah. dais for the Miss Hotshots competition. Oh, I love that. Um, so I asked Learn, would you, could you be on Tim's podcast? And she came in, and I wrote down a bunch of questions for Tim because he wasn't really that familiar with her but he, like this we had never met each other. i mean we've met but we have never interacted like we have today and I, what were you thinking coming like is this going to be weird because we've never really done anything or are you just like no, oh, i was do like it. i am into it okay god bless sporting <laughs> yeah so, and, and learn she now says after the fact she goes isn't that weird that we did like an hour and had never yeah. met each other and i go i don't know just kind of wound up working out I'm just naturally curious, but Iggy had put questions in front of me. He had written them out that you were curious about. But what Learn was wondering was Iggy was walking back and forth outside of the studio like it was a shooting gallery, and she's like, why doesn't he just come in here? <laughs> I, and I said, because I was doing editing that day, and I was going back and forth to one studio back to the other, and I was just doing editing. She thought she felt like you were peeking. And she Aww. said, this is kind of creepy. So, and she said it kind of kiddingly, but then it stuck. So now people to this day, to this day, learn will go live or something. And, the, you know, if I'm in there watching and I just see the questions, periodically there's going to be, how creepy is Iggy? How, how does that creep Iggy do? I mean, it's just people think that. She still thinks I'm creepy as hell when we're actually very good friends. And we just play along with it now. But it's going to turn into I'm a creep because I'm a Well, you're now. correct. Uh, it's actually more of a simp. Oh, man, simping ain't easy. You can never call anyone else a simp ever again. Between fetching tickets from bartenders and now running fish to women at the station. Simp, simp, simp. That's from Beer Cats. Who did I get tickets <laughs> to a bartender? I have no idea. That's a lie. Boots was nervous AF. That's from Milagro Tequila, Lister of the Month, March 23, Brian Henshin. I don't get nervous. I really don't. <laughs> oh. I went on the Riz Show to promote the uh, Megan Meyer Foundation um, trivia night coming up a week from Saturday. And I'd forgotten about it. I really had. I get up at 530 every morning anyway. Um, and I told him, I said, I'll be in about 630. And I realized I was dilly-dallying around the house, and I just got out of the shower, and I was like, oh, God, it's like 6.15. I forgot I got to be on the show at 6.30. I, I can't be late for, for Riz's show after telling him I'll be there. So I hurried up. I got dressed, <laughs> put on a hat. I run out to the car, um, and then I'm running up the steps because it's already 6.31, and I always take the elevator. I mean, I'm running up the steps. I run to the studio, and as soon as I get in, straight to me. I figured I'd have a couple minutes. Yeah. As soon as I open the door, and hey, Iggy's here. Iggy's here. Iggy, what's up? Said, what up? I mean, I was kind of <laughs> trying to catch my breath and running up the steps. And what up? And I, and then now everybody said, "Jerry, he's nervous as hell on the show." No, Aww. I was out of breath. Um, I don't get nervous around people that I work with. No. I really don't. I mean, my God, I've uh, who have I interviewed that? I mean, I hung out with Lady Gaga for twenty minutes. Nice. A little nervous, but after that, we were yeah. like, that's name drop. That we were was like, almost that's catch that. You could feel like, like the brushing of the show. No, I was trying to think of somebody I might have been nervous about, and I was when I first introduced her, was introduced to her, and then we just, she was so laid back, we hit it off and just kind of BS'd for 20 minutes. Um, but I really don't get nervous. Is that the most well-known person you've ever met? Lady Gaga? Probably, because at the time, she was the most famous person in the world. Wow. 
Um, and you spent 20 minutes. I just hang and out. And he made her weep. I did make with. her cry. Yeah. Aww. And Mickey Mantle too, but I made her cry. Yeah. Well, I told her she, she, had her she had her glasses off, and she goes for this picture. We're gonna you get the glasses off, and then I just leaned. I said, "You are probably the most caring, kind human being I've ever met." <laughs> and she started. She goes, "Oh my!" And she started weeping. She said, I got to put the glasses back on. So she put the glasses on in the picture because she was weeping. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> Guys, the only people who prattle on and on and on about not being nervous are people who are nervous. That's, that's from Minute Ball. I'm answering a question who talked about being nervous. I don't bring this stuff up. Don't you realize you guys text this in and I answer it and then you bitch at me. We heard that before. Shut up. I'm answering a question. Liv, welcome to the part of the show where he just won't shut up. And I mean, he literally will not shut up. That's from Cleavy Wade. Well, wait till 9 o'clock. You won't hear a peep out of me for 15, 20 You're minutes. You're not going to talk to Joey? I will, but I, I don't follow soccer, so I don't know what I can ask him about soccer. All right. Well, I mean, we're not going to, like, break down like they're, you know, Well, if we just attack. talk about him, I'll, I can talk there. I just don't follow. I listen to a little bit of the first game, and I, I haven't seen anything. I don't have Apple. So I don't watch the games. All right, fair enough. Are you uh, into certain television shows? I mean, now that we know that you're a WWE and Star Wars nerd. Yes. Uh, so The Mandalorian just wrapped that was a, up. I had a yesterday. feeling that might be where you would be. Yes, that yeah. was that was a big deal. I got my Mandalorian ring on. Oh, wow. You really are committed to my this. My cat's name is Mando. Oh, It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, my favorite show of all time, mm. uh, Dexter. Dexter. Hi. Did you that like was my the wife's and... and no. Yeah, that's what she said, and I guess that's the thing that's kind of gotten attached to that show. Did you watch New Blood, though? I did not. Okay, so you got to watch New Blood. And a that... lot of people didn't like New Blood. I like New Blood. Okay. Uh, what was cool about New Blood is that they filmed that largely in Massachusetts. Mm. So me being a New England gal, I was like, I want to go to there. And I looked up all of the places that they filmed at, mm -hmm. and I mapped it out. I went to, like, the restaurant Dexter ate at, and, I like, to immerse myself in that world was so freaking cool. Uh, but, yeah, Dexter's favorite show of all time. Um, I haven't purchased Showtime yet to catch up on Yellow Jackets, but that is fantastic. Um, I did get sucked into Love is Blind, the reality show on Netflix. That's That one's a doozy. I think, like, what else? I love Snapped. Like, that's a good background show of, like, just women murderers. That's a good time. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think those are, those are all that's sticking out to me. Iggy watched uh, 800 episodes of a telenovela, even though he doesn't speak Spanish. See? <laughs> well, it was, it was right when the pandemic hit and nobody is going out. I said, I got to find something that I can binge for, like, a year and a half. Yeah. And it was and, a telenovela. Did. That's right. I didn't. I didn't know like that subtitles. Got I didn't it. know that these things had like ninety six episodes in every yeah. season. I said, "Well, it's four seasons. I should be able to get through this pretty quickly." And I'm on like episode twenty. I'm, Wait a minute, how many episodes are in this season? <laughs> so I go and look at the ninety six, ninety five, ninety four. My God. Wow. But then I couldn't stop watching. It was a great show. <laughs> Guys, this is truly a three-hour show about Ken bragging about himself to someone who could be his granddaughter. That's from oh, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> that had to hit home. Now yeah. you're starting to get a little oh, taste yeah. for the way that this oh. thing plays out every morning. <laughs> 
you were literally just on a show talking Cardinals and Blues, and you haven't seen a second of either one. That's from Father Brown Eye. Yeah, I told you I made most, most of it up. Tim, you have found the fifth member of the show. That's from the 314. That's a big endorsement <laughs> from this audience. I uh, Let's see. Yeah, Alex, I'll take, I am nervous, so I'm going to talk about things that never happened for $1,000. That's what didn't happen? Mr. Mr. Be, Slave, you'll have to yes, address Yes, be what, more specific. What, oh, what Mr. Happened? Slave, like on South Park? <laughs> I believe that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, he's texting into the program. Mr. Slave. Uh, <laughs> we will... Uh, we will wrap up the appliances counters uh, eight o'clock hour. Joey Zanaboni making his first appearance. This is a weekly segment now here for the Dogs. Uh, that's coming up next. Also, uh, Chris Schaefer from Heavy Smoke is going to be in, and uh, then we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. I'll be heading down the hallway uh, at ten o'clock for. 101 ESPN and Balloon Party. The great Matt Rocchio will be filling in for Jackson today on that program. We'll take a commercial break, come back with our 9 o'clock hour here in the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.